Hey guys, welcome to Shit Show of My Twenties. On this episode, I got to speak with Sam, and Sam has an incredible story. I had so much fun talking with her. She used to be a sales manager at Mercedes Benz. She had the six figures, the nice car, and she was just realizing that she was really not feeling fulfilled in her job. So she went on this quest to figure out what it was that was going to bring her the most joy. She started her own nonprofit, Nest of Love. She was featured on The Ellen Show and received a donation from Kylie Jenner. It's incredible the work that she's doing. She's mentoring women all over the world, and she's just bringing such a light into this world. It's so incredible how she's empowering women. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. So thank you so much, Samantha, for joining me today. I'm really looking forward to hearing about your story. I'd love to start at the beginning. Tell me about you and what your journeys look like so far. Hey, Sophia, thank you so much for having me part of your show. I'm super excited to see where um, this new journey goes for you. So my name is Samantha. I'm best known as Sam G, and I'm 28 years old. I was born here in the United States, um, and my father was born in Cuba. My mom was born also here. She's half Cuban and then, like, American, Irish, Scottish, so I guess I'm a little bit of everything <laughs> manager i was a finance manager for mercedes benz and i i worked for the company for eight years i loved them it, like so much i loved everything i learned from them i loved their process but i definitely felt like there was um that moment where i was looking for my purpose or my my what I wanted to do for me and, and I wanted to help people and I had like this um this, this vision that I wanted to go on missions and I couldn't go on missions and so I felt like my life was out of me or at that time I had no relationship I had no interest in being in a relationship I I barely had time to even just breathe so I remember just kind of asking God, hey, I'm looking for my purpose. I'm ready. I need to know, you know, where my life is taking me. And then I, you know, I went to a few events and I spoke to a couple of people and they drove me into what my passion was. I remember having a conversation with someone and I was telling them, you know, I would love to help women. I feel that I've always worked in a more dominated place and I love what I do and I and and you know I'm I was 26 years old at the time and I was making you know six figures and I'm like okay I do very well for myself but I need to help women understand maybe how to develop themselves or how to become a leader in whatever it is that they want to do and so I had some friends that came to me and they you know I was that go-to it was a girl that would help them and invest in stocks or start their business or if they had any ideas or how do I get this done or what do I need to do so I was always that go-to for everyone and I developed so many people I mean I even taught people how to drive I taught people so many great um things that I felt okay so how can I bring this into a business like what exactly can I do and I shared my vision and my idea with someone and they said that it would be a great idea that it's necessary. It's needed in this world. So then I started my nonprofit organization, which is called Nest of Love. 
and we are a woman empowerment organization. So we are registered 501c3 in the state of Florida. And it has been my my baby. It's my baby. I love everything about it. So that was my whole um, three, like 180 change from what I was doing versus what I'm currently occupying all my time with. And in the beginning, where you're, when you were starting to form this, did you have a mentor or someone you looked up to who helped you guide you through the process of what it would be like to start a nonprofit? In the beginning, I definitely did not have a mentor. Um, there was actually a lady that said, you know, I'm going to help you. This is how I'm going. Here. But the reality is that I... I didn't receive the help that I thought I was going to. I think maybe she had her hands full with you know, more than one job, I would say. And so I kind of just went with what I felt God had led me to. And I always pray and I ask God to guide me the whole way through. And honestly, he did an, an ex- extravagant job, which obviously with God, but now I definitely do have a mentor. His um, his Instagram name is Culture Empowerment. He's um, my go-to for business, for family, for all kinds of everything. I mean, that's my mentor in general. And why do you think mentorship is so important? I believe mentorship is important because it... It's actually building a relationship or it's, it's, some, it's someone who gives you support and encourages not just one individual. I mean, right now I currently mentor multiple people. So it's someone that teaches you how to manage learning what it is that you want to accomplish and how to maximize your potential and develop certain skills or improve in your performance or in your skills, maybe your weaknesses. I like to strengthen people's weaknesses, but also show them that they should be working within their strengths, um, help them improve in their performances and become the leader that I know that they're destined to be. So for me, not having a mentor, and I believe not having the proper guidance in, in life in general, I felt that there was definitely a need, especially being surrounded by so many um, individuals and seeing, you know, I worked in a very, in, in an executive corporate world, but then outside of that, you meet different individuals. And I was always that person that it was like, oh, Sam has her life together so young, you know? And I was like, well, we all could, but you know, I cared about discipline or I care about where my future is going to be. So I think being um, a mentor or a leader is, is, is pretty much saying, okay, well, what do you want in your life and how are you going to get there? And then making those sacrifices to become who you want to become. You mentioned earlier about faith and how has faith played like a role in creating your business? And also, how have you been, what's been helping you through right now with the current situation? Hold on to your faith. I definitely believe that, I mean, that's my everyday strategy. Um, multiple times a day before, I, you, when I wake up, 
I, I say my affirmations and I, I try to do it throughout the day as well. And most certainly before I go to bed and it's, you know, it's something of not, it's, it's not just having faith, but it's affirming what you want in life. So I always say this really funny saying, but you know, God made plants and there's like that tree of wisdom that you eat from. And it's actually just how you perceive knowledge. So how I see life is I believe that us humans are plants and you know, a seed is an idea that you have or some, you know, are, are your thoughts. So the seed is your brain, your thoughts, what you what you think or what you want to become or something. And then you put the seed in the soil or in the dirt. And that's where that's what our, our challenges are, that darkness that we see that we don't understand. But throughout that time when you're developing, because it's not that you fail, it's that you're developing you need nourishment so you need water you need um sunlight and the water either comes from another person or it comes from nature so it's it's going out in in human form it's getting the knowledge or getting someone the guidance from someone and then pouring it onto yourself and into your onto your seed and then you develop and you grow and you sprout and you become you know, a blossom, you blossom, you become a plant. And I, I believe that what I like to refer to us as plants, because I, I feel that a lot of the times we forget the whole process of becoming, you know, or growing or um, developing. A lot of people put so much pressure and thinking they're not where they need to be, but they forget, you know, for example, pictures used to be that you're in a studio, it's in a dark studio, you put it inside of, you know, like the iodine or the products that you're trying to develop your photo, and then you have to let it sit and let it dry. And then you can see the photo where now it's like you instantly take a picture. So what happens is you instantly start a business and you think what needs to take off? I've been doing this for one month or three months or five months or whatever that case may be. Now there's, you know, there's two sides to it, but you have to try it, you know, and and if you don't try something, I definitely feel that you, you never know. (laughs) So I definitely feel that faith has guided me all the way through. I mean, I, I live by it. I'm walking proof of it. I, I have the notes and I wrote it down either on my phone or in the notebook. And I said exactly what I wanted and how I wanted to do it. But I, I know that faith doesn't move with you just thinking something and saying, well, this is what I want. But then if you don't put the action forward towards what it is that you're looking to accomplish, then it's just an idea. It's just a thought. It's just the dream. And what was the process like for you starting your own nonprofit? And maybe what's one thing you wish you would have known before you started? Um, It is a very long process when it comes to just paperwork. I mean, I had to start from scratch and I didn't, I didn't ever take out loans or I didn't go under another nonprofit that's already established or that already has rapport because what happens is that it's not just a business, it's it's a nonprofit and then you 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 meet different partners or people that have like-minded missions or values or the same vision that you have for what you're looking to accomplish. 
So if I was to work under another company, let's say, like, for example, I'm in Miami, so Miami Foundation, they are like a hub where you are under them and then they kind of give you the right people to work with versus you just standing alone being your own person figuring it out and you know learning the whole process so if i was to give advice to people i wouldn't recommend just doing it on your own because a lot of nonprofits do fail i've been fortunate but my story is not the ideal story for anyone I've met many nonprofit organizations and they have no idea how I've been able to accomplish what I have. And that's how I do definitely know that God is leading me in this particular mission in life. And can you go into like the story behind your name, Nest of Love? Definitely. So Nest of Love, I remember having lunch with um, two of my girlfriends and they were asking Sam, you know, what do you want to name this organization? Like, what is, what is your brand behind what the name is? And I was like, how do you even come up with a name? You know, how, how did Nike do it? Like, how did these people do it? So, I mean, on my own time, I would definitely research major companies and understanding where their name comes from. And I remember them saying, okay, so what's the idea behind it? Like, what do you want your name or your logo to represent? And I was like, well, I feel that I'm a mama bird. I feel that I'm nesting my babies and, you know, how a, how a mom bird has her kids and then she has to teach them how to eat or how to find their own food and how to fly and how to become independent or self-sufficient. And that was it. It was like, oh, my God, Sam, nest of love. And I'm like, oh, that's it. I'm like, that's the name. That's the name. It goes. So that that it was it came out in one day, honestly. And can you tell me about your experience on the Ellen show? Oh, <laughs> definitely. So Kylie Jenner partnered up with Ellen DeGeneres and Kylie for her birthday collection, she wanted to give back to someone who either does for the community or is a selfless being. And she, so she partnered with Ellen because Ellen, that's what she does. She gives things away to incredible people. So the community actually nominated me. So people of the community saw it, they nominated me, they told me about it. And I'm like, oh my God, that, that would be so cool. But really, you know, um, so everyone kept doing it. They kept submitting it. And all of a sudden, one day I was getting a call from California and I looked and I'm like, what is that? I I answered and I'm like, hello. And they were like, hi, you know, we're from the show. And I'm like, no, you're not. But how is anyone going to really know? You know, so um, they, they called me, they did several interviews and they told me that we were going to do a promo video just, you know, Sam, you'll have an opportunity to get your name out there, let the world know about your foundation. And, you know, you can bring some of the girls with you. So I'm like, okay, I mean, I guess I can bring some people that are volunteering or helping out, you know, here and there. And so we, I, I 
we did all these interviews. I, I took everybody with me and it was about 11 of us. And I, I got to the show and I couldn't believe it because we were sitting down and they're talking to us and all of a sudden Kylie and Ellen are on the team and Chris Jenner. And I was like, what? And I remember just like freaking out. I was freaking out. I was like, Oh my God. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, Oh, come to the stage. And I just bawled out crying. And I was crying so much. Cause I felt like at that point I was reaching that peak where it's like, you want to give up. I was like, this is so hard. I didn't expect this mission to be so hard. Like, I didn't know how much work it would take to create a brand and to be, you know, bring brand awareness and then also having supporters and delivering your message to people and having them understand what your purpose is and why you're going to do this and how you're going to get it done. So I, I, I mean, hugging Kylie and meeting Ellen and them saying, Sam, you know, I can't believe, you know, you're doing an incredible job. You're mentoring these young ladies and, you're doing great and we want to give you um, a gift. So they gifted the organization in general $750,000. So they gave me a hundred thousand, they gave the organization money and then they gave some of the girls some money. And it was, you know, it was a very touching moment to know that these type of women are, they understand or they see my value, they see my mission and they, they understand the importance of what it takes to be a mentor or to have mentorship in your life or to have leadership or guidance because not everyone has that in their life. And a lot of people are not brought up with it. And there's not many people that are willing to do that for you to give up. I gave up my life, my career to help others. Um, so it was an incredible experience. And I love Kylie and I love Ellen and I love Chris Jenner so much for that. What was it like talking to Kylie? It was amazing. <laughs> I literally was there and she was sick, so I feel bad for her. She was not feeling well um, at that time. But I remember saying to her, like, you really are a boss. Like you're a young woman, you're a billionaire and you've done incredible things. And she was like, no, you're a boss. And I was like, no. <laughs> so I, I believe meeting her definitely gave me ambition. It, it, it definitely arose like that excitement all over again, because, you know, at times you start to doubt what you, you're trying to accomplish and it's it's not easy but it's not on your time so it was great what's your vision for your company currently i would say my vision definitely is to have a i would love our own facility where we can have our mentorship and leadership programs and have the ability to have someone depending on what the, these particular, so not necessarily a school, but let's say like an after school program or depending on the age group. So we run, ideally our demographics is 18 to 24, 25 to 34 or 35 to 44. So depending on who we are mentoring or leading at that point in time, 
definitely giving them an opportunity to deal hands-on with someone in whatever field it is that they're looking for. So in all businesses, you have marketing, you have someone that can teach you the, the structure of how to start your business or how to do these things. So having a facility where we can help you throughout the whole process, whether it's leadership, mentorship, or spiritual guidance, wellness, and have a facility where not only are you going for the program, but you have a whole support system. And if you want to work out and be a part of the wellness program, you have someone that's guiding you the whole way. So where we're, you know, we're not only teaching you, but we have access to the proper eating. You know, I would love to have our own garden, Ernest of Love Garden, where we have our own foods and we're, um, we have our own land and we're developing our own foods and stuff because I think that, you know, a lot of the problems come from what we're eating, um, what we're putting in our in our bodies, in our mind, in our, in our organs. And so it's very important. And I definitely would love to have the facility where we can have our events and unite different women from different um, professions and things like that to come and kind of give guidance on what that particular field is like and i love bringing education to people i think it's very important Mm -hmm. not only on professional things but you know how i think there's a lot of broken families so it's definitely important for people to understand how to restore or even keep a family and what the importance is of it and you know kids become us they become the adults so it's it's a lot that goes into it, but I definitely see multiple chapters and us being more nation like worldwide, not just in one place. So it's definitely a huge movement for me. It's a lot of work. Yeah. And tell me, what type of programs are you offering right now? Currently, I'm doing leadership and mentorship. So, um, like some of the programs I'm doing are four, six, or eight weeks. So we have goals and visions we have relationships and um relationship and changes you have vision and there's like four different programs that we have set up for for them to choose from and each one is set up differently so it would go based off of that particular program that they select we would have either a six-week, eight-week, or or four, six, or eight-week program. So you have your values and visions, your goals and actions, life and learning, relationships and change. Do you notice that one category is more popular than the other? Yes, goals and action <laughs> is definitely like both. And what do you go over in goals and actions with them? So the first process is definitely more so of kind of an introduction, meeting you and establishing where you are, where you want to be. And then I have um, different categories that we need to break that down in because goals and actions, it all depends on where you want to obtain these things from. So you have professional, you have personal, you have fitness, you have health, you have relationship or you have community. Um, there's depending on where it is in your life that you want to be. So if I have nine categories, I only allow them to select maybe two or three because what happens is sometimes I think we put too much pressure on ourselves 
and then we try to overachieve and there's nothing wrong with trying to overachieve but there's definitely you need moderation and 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 the ability to receive and accept your accomplishments when you move too fast you're not able to even like acknowledge what you've been able to achieve so or you put too much pressure and you don't get to achieve anything so goals and and that has been the major one so once we follow up we do the, the first meeting i do an introduction meeting then you go into what your goals are what you want to accomplish and then i set up a development plan for you on how to get that done and do you mentor girls only in florida or do you go outside of florida no um Currently, the best thing that has happened is the quarantine has forced us to do virtual meeting, and that is what enticed me to now open up this platform to work with other individuals. You don't have to be in Florida, so like yourself, you're in California, which I love California. We can do. I could do virtual meetings, and I set it up based on obviously your frequency as well, and then we set up. The different time zones and say okay this is how we're going to meet and sometimes it's either one time a week or multiple times a week depending on what we're looking to accomplish and can you share a couple stories and maybe some girls that you've mentored they've they've all i mean there's so many to be honest but i i guess one that comes to mind currently is there's actually a young lady who who came to me she was in a broken relationship prior and then she's in a newly um married and she would contact me she first started off as i just want to volunteer but i remember finding out a lot of you know strengths that she had and she wanted to develop she wanted to be in this whole wellness environment and we developed pretty much how she can become her own brand her own company and she now has her brand she has i believe probably even 10,000 followers but she developed her own online program in person program we she got the name we've gotten her merchandise and she's pretty much taken off from everything that she's learned definitely inspired her to start it you know and how how to start it and what what she really needs to look for in what she's trying to accomplish why is it so important for you to work with women what was it that drew you towards women I would say that I always worked in a male-dominated environment and I knew I knew how to work with men and I understood men so so much. I believe they have a different um their their job in life is is different and they hold a lot of pressure but they're not allowed to express it versus a woman is very expressive and I think at times that I didn't understand how some some of them didn't understand the men or they put additional pressure when these men are working so hard to accomplish 
for the family. Like they're not just feeding one person. I, I mean, there was one gentleman that I worked with that was feeding, I want to say like 13 people, you know, and I wanted to be able to teach women how to be um, very knowledgeable, how to be emotionally intelligent, how to communicate effectively, not just how they communicate, but to learn how other people communicate and how to develop proper relationships because a family is a business. It's not just a family. It's, it's a business. And once you know how to manage a family, keep a family together, or even develop a family, then you will know how to do that for a business. So that's why I feel like we have different tiers at Must Have Love because there's so many different levels that we go through as humans and we all each need to continue to develop because a wise person knows that they know nothing. So we should always be developing. But I feel that I chose women because I wanted them to be self-efficient but also communicate. I think they they needed to communicate better. And I felt, you know, I was raised with majority of women and I didn't feel that they had that right guidance either. So I felt I wanted to be able to be a role model for women and look up to something that's more realistic in life where it's not... I'm not the person who was born into a rich family. I'm not the person who was given everything on a silver platter, nor did I have the right guidance. But if you, if you, if I could be that for others, like that was my, that's my goal. And how does a nonprofit make money? (laughs) Well, a nonprofit is is an, uh, an organization or a business where, I mean, it's definitely not something I, I currently don't pay myself, but the way that you raise funds is through donation donations. So having donors, you have sponsors. So there's in-kind monetary contributions, and then you have grants, which grants come from either other organization that they have kind of like a microfunding program or you have grants from like you know um i guess the cities and do you host like events for your fundraisers what type of things do you do in person yeah we definitely host events so before this quarantine um situation we we were hosting monthly events. So one of our last events, I did a self-love event where I gave away over $60,000 to 20 women. And I had them submit, well, they could submit or someone else could submit um, a video saying why they believe someone deserved this makeover. So we gave the makeover to people that have other organizations that are helping the community, that community liaisons, mothers that have multiple jobs or businesses, or if they had, you know, an extremely bad situation happen to them, you know, they shared their story. We also had people who um, 
one of the moms, um, like as a Girl Scout leader, and her daughter submitted the video for her mom saying, my mom works, you know, so hard for me and my family. And she, she's our leader here. She has this job and she does this and she does that. So it was a beautiful thing that, you know, a, a child recognizes that their mom needs to love on herself. So we definitely do our best to help as many individuals as possible. I try not to just do monetary so much, but we, we definitely do um, different events. We were going to do a woman in action panel where I was going to have the mayor of Pembroke Pines come out and speak about raising children. And then we were going to have someone come and speak about human trafficking as well as um, someone come and talk to them from the hospital, from Memorial Hospital to talk about mental health. And when did you start your t-shirt line and what was your uh, inspiration behind that? Honestly, um, the equipment was there. It was not actually something that I was like, oh, okay, I love designing shirts or anything like that. It was more so of wanting to... um, to say that I knew all the ins and outs of like my business or like Nest of Love. So I wanted to be able to create our own merchandise and make our own merchandise. So that's where it started. And then I was like, well, I mean, I need it to run all the time. It's a very expensive machine. So I started the sublimation machine. I would say back, they almost started at the same time, I would say. And what type of designs do you do? Um, we do t-shirts, we do mugs, we do youth shirts, we do, they're, they're custom. So there's not necessarily, you know, we have a shop like a best of love or any designs that we've made previously, but it's a custom shop. So whatever designs like your brand or you specifically want, we can make it for you. And can you tell me the story of how you met your boyfriend? Absolutely. Um, it actually ties into this whole mess of love situation. So at the time, I I remember praying. So it starts with that. I remember one day just sitting on my floor and I was crying. And I was like, this is so hard. This is so much work. I'm spending so many hours. And um, I was investing a lot of money into it. And it was a lot of work because I was branding and I was um, going to events and meeting people and putting an event together the same month and a lot of stuff was going on and I remember just crying and I was saying I need help like I need someone who I felt at that point in life like those, that's my deep you know those are I have a relationship with God God is my business partner God is like my best friend and I remember just saying I think I'm ready. I think it's the time. I think I'm ready to be with my lifetime partner. I don't want to just be with someone. I want to be with someone that has the same vision or that loves what I'm doing, that wants to do what I'm doing. And I want to say like two days later, I got a phone call from someone and they were like, Sam, um, I'm with someone, good friend of mine. Um, he's talking to me about 
putting um, women empowerment and doing events. And I told him about you and your organization. And I think that you guys have the same mission and the same vision. And I think you guys should get together and work on a project together. And I was like, okay, I mean, can I, you know, can I, are you with him? Can I speak to him? So they were together and we spoke on the phone. And I remember him saying, um, you know, what is it that you do? How are you want to get it done? So I started telling him my mission and my vision. And he said, well, it sounds great. Um, I'm actually going on a trip with my kids and we'll be back. So when I get back, you know, I'll reach out to you or I'll call you and we'll figure it out. And I remember just saying, you know, where are you guys located? And they told me, and it's funny because I was going there, like my church is in that area. So I was like, I'm actually going there. I didn't need to go until a few hours, but I'll get dressed and I'll go meet with you guys first. And then I'll just go to church after. And we've never separated since. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it was literally like, I never, I met him in regards to business. But then he put that idea on me of like, we should, you know, we, I don't know. I don't know. We just had our vision talk and we related and we had the same values and the same goals. And we literally just said, you know, we want to help families. And, you know, when you help a family, this is something that I I, I am so passionate about. And I say families because the woman is the leader. So a woman is the first teacher in life. Before you meet any teacher in school, your mother is your first teacher. And a woman is who sets who who sets all the rules, who sets all the standards, who makes you become who you are, whether it be her child or her husband or anything like that. It is the woman. And that's why it's it's so crucial that my my demographic is women because our role is so important in life and i and i feel that the way that our you know i'm also in my 20s so i i find it amazing your whole podcast and your your theory behind what you're doing i think it's incredible and i feel that the way that society is putting this the younger crowd and what they're not realizing and they are showing them to be independent to break families up and be single mom and like that that's what a strong woman consists of or independent or it's it's the wrong theory you life is man woman and child and i'm not against anyone's um their preferences or anything like that, but that's just nature. You know, like that's how a human is born, man, woman, and then child. So it's so critical that a woman understands her value and her role in life, not just as a woman, but as a mother and as a nurturer and as like you are life. A woman is life. We create life. That is insane. That is like, (laughs) and earlier when we were talking, you were talking about how you always compliment people. Uh, I want you to talk about a little bit about that, why you always compliment people. Um, 
I see that a lot of people are very insecure and I feel that I, for one, I have a younger sister who was born with abnormalities. So I always want her confidence to be at like the highest level so that if anyone ever tells her that she's not pretty or she's indifferent than them, I want her to embed in her mind that she's beautiful, that she's the most gorgeous woman in the world, and not just because of how she looks, but her intelligence or her knowledge or who she is as an individual. So I know that complimenting people, not just on saying, oh, you're pretty or I like what you're wearing, but, you know, I think a compliment goes as far as, you know, I think you're an incredible young woman who's striving and developing um, a platform for other individuals to teach them. So I think that that in itself is a compliment and an accomplishment on your behalf too, you know? So I think it's very important to be kind and to be mindful and to spread positivity because so many people are going through so many things and mental um, mental health or psychology is 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 something that so many people are struggling with. So being mindful is super important and it definitely helps people. Yeah. And tell me, what have your 20s been like so far? Out of control. Um, I don't even know how to answer that question. I own, I honestly feel like I'm 50 and I can't even remember. I mean, I started at Mercedes-Benz as a temp receptionist. Then I was a used car administrative assistant. Then I was a finance secretary. Then I was a salesperson. Then I was a finance manager. Then I was nests of love. And I mean, it's been insane. It has been a, an insane, amazing life developing experience and your 20s I definitely my 20s has made me who I am again I found I found myself young and and I think that that's great I definitely I don't know the 20s I I can say has been great I, I have no complaints at all and I've gone through things but I don't I don't know. They're all developing experiences, I feel. And what advice would you give your 20-year-old self? Um, My 20-year-old self, more so like who you surround yourself with. I think it's very important because if you want to, let's say you, for example, you want to develop a podcast, but none of your friends do a podcast and that's fine. But then none of them are aspiring to become more than what they are. And I, and I definitely feel that I was the most ambitious and I want to be around, or you should be around people that are smarter than you, more ambitious than you and challenge you to be, be your best self. I was always my, my own challenge or my own, like, inspiration or motivation and I think that at a young age it's it's knowing where you want to be or where you want to be so a lot of people feel like you know let me have fun in my 20s and waste my years and you know just 
go crazy. And I'm not saying to not have fun, but your 20s becomes your 30s. And then in your 30s, you'll go through a depression. Like, okay, what did I do with my life? I'm not doing anything. I'm, I'm stuck. Like, I haven't found myself. And it's not good to just all this freedom with no structure. So I feel like maybe surrounding yourself with the right individuals that are going to guide you to become your best self. And you can have fun, but my fun is not, you know, going out and partying or doing those things. My fun is more like, oh my God, let's let's do a vision board together and let's see where we want to go and like, how can I help you? Or, you know, things like that. Like, I, I want friends that support you or believe in what you're doing and want to help you become better at life in general so that is my my most critical advice to my 20 year old self and are there any questions that you wish i would have asked you not necessarily i think that you've done an outstanding job thank you and I'm very proud to be on your show. Thank you. And where can people connect with you? So we are everywhere. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter. I'm not sure if we even have a TikTok, but we are everywhere. And it is Nest of Love Org. On Facebook, it's Nest of Love Foundation org and then same thing for youtube nest of love foundation and twitter is nest of love org so i'll definitely send all of that information to you and our website is nestoflove.org where you can find everything so i think that's the best way to connect because all of our social media widgets are on there as well as learning about our history and our different programs and our events awesome thank you guys so much for listening i would love if you guys can leave me a review on itunes and please feel free to share this episode with anyone you think it would resonate with i hope you guys have a great rest of your day